Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, I have good news. Um, today I actually picked up the 2-inch Schedule 40 pipe. I picked up 6 pieces and they're 21 feet length, uh, 21 foot long each. Uh, so we're ready to go on that for the solar panel um, racking system for the ground mount. Uh, for my mother's off-grid little cabin um, place that she has. Um, I also built the subfloor today for the plastic building. And I also built the mini wall, it's like an L, um, as well. So that's all built. It's all built out of um, some pretty thick um, plywood. Um, I built the subfloor out of 4x4 um, four four posts as skids and a 2x4 as the cap on, on the top and bottom. Um, and then plywood on top of that, obviously. And then the plastic floor will get mounted to that. And then the plastic building will be uh, constructed on top of that. And then inside the plastic building on the corners, I'm going to be joining the corners with um, metal strapping or wood from the inside to make sure all the corners are locked into each other. And then also lock the roof down to the walls as well. Um, so yeah, the mini wall to hold the inverter and the batteries is complete. The subfloor is complete. I just got done. I'm actually sitting under the AC right now trying to cool off because I'm, I'm drenched. Um, but I have it um, ready to go. So I'm gonna strap it down on the trailer and then I don't know if it's gonna be tomorrow or the next day maybe. I'm gonna head out to my mother's place, um, get the subfloor pulled out, get the subfloor set up, and then I can actually start assembling the building. Once the building is done being assembled, I can then start cutting up all the um, pipe that I purchased today um, and start getting my game plan together for installing the ground mount system for the solar panels. Um, so yeah, we're we're heading in the right direction um, Essentially the hardest part is as far as the building of the shed the hardest part is over um, Now I'm moving on to the next, you know semi hard parts not even hard, but just a lot of labor and work which is actually assembling the um, The ground mount solar system right because I got to dig all the holes I got to concrete the poles in cut all the poles uh, You know that kind of stuff get everything set up um, So yeah, we are moving forward. So yeah, pretty happy let me guys give, let me give you guys an example. So I bought six um, poles, um, two inch, uh, schedule 40, 21 feet long each. It cost me $1,100. Now it would have cost me way more if I would have purchased it from the other supplier that only had four available. I needed six. And because the current price that I paid was $180 a piece at the other supplier um, was $300 a piece. Um, so, you know, you got to shop around to try to find your, you, you know, your deals where you can. And then the subfloor and that mini L wall that I built was um, discount lumber from Home Depot. They have a rack. Um, so I was able to score some 4x4s, 2x4s, and plywood. And I was able to get all that for $111 when it would have came out to, I think it was like, oh, either 360 something or 460 something. So I was able to save quite a bit basically 70% off on everything that I purchased that day. So yeah, it's assembled, all the material is cut up, and um, went pretty smooth actually. So I'm pretty excited. Um, I did wanna cover something um, regarding uh, my new system um, that I did find a, a small issue. Uh, it's not the issue with the inverter or anything. It's not. There's actually no issue with the system, like the inverter and the solar charge controller and the batteries itself. But I did notice something that I'm going to address, and I think every person out there that has these batteries and has this battery cabinet with the bus bars on it needs to be aware of. 
Um, so when you buy the, the, the battery cabinet to hold all the um, batteries, like I have in my video, um, if you guys haven't seen the video of me putting it together or having it all put up together and running, definitely check it out. Uh, Modern Off-Grid DIY YouTube channel. Check it out. Um, but so Will Pauls did a um, he's another YouTuber guy that does a lot of solar stuff. Um, but mostly what he does is he just buy he either buys it or he gets sponsored with a lot of this equipment. All he does is just do a mock up, sets it up. And that's it, right? He doesn't actually live off-grid. He lives in a, a regular home that's connected to the grid. But he does have, um, you know, independent solar systems that's, um, you know, helping him out. Um, but he doesn't use all these systems like we do every day, right? He has a few systems that he likes and he sticks with those. And all the rest, um, I, I actually um, was watching one of his videos and he said a lot of the stuff is just sitting in... Um, just sitting collecting dust, right? So he doesn't have real good first-hand experience. You know, he's just reading the specs of what it can do and what it cannot do, and that's pretty much it, right? And so um, there was something that he talked about that at first I thought was correct, but then I realized it's wrong. And so I'm going to call him out on that video, unfortunately. He's actually a good guy and everything, and, and I'm, I'm glad he's out there putting this con his content out there to help educate others as well. But I want to make sure that he's leading people in the right direction. And what I'm talking about is in the battery cabinet for these EG4 batteries, there's two big long bus bars. And when you first, when you buy them, um, the positive and negative connections for the main battery terminal going to the inverter is at the top. Okay. So he was saying in his video that, um, that the last battery is not being charged correctly. It's being discharged last and it's being um, charged last. And so what he did was he flipped the negative bus bar around so he could cross charge. And so when I seen that, because I remember when I used to do lead acid batteries, um, we used to cross, you know, we used to cross charge them, you know, from one end to the other. So that way it'd have a little bit better chance of balancing. Well, not balancing, but charging all together and discharging together. So when I seen his video, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to flip the bus bar around, which is what I did. So that way we can cross charge the batteries and it is cross charging. It's perfectly fine. But both scenarios is wrong. Cross-charging is wrong and the factory uh, mounting locations of how the bus bars come factory, you know, where the charging parts are at the top of the bus bar is also wrong. I found out a different way of actually wiring it up that will actually prevent any of the batteries from discharging last and or charging last, you know. We want all the batteries to discharge and charge at the exact same rate at the exact same time. And so I'm going to go over that in another video because I think everybody needs to be aware of that. Because uh, these lithium ion phosphate batteries, they're just a little bit different, you know, um, as far as charging and discharging, you know. And, and there's nothing wrong with the batteries, like I said, you know, it's, they're, they're top notch and all that. But it's just where the charging and discharging locations are is an issue. And um, I'm going to address that in another video. So definitely stay tuned for that video because I really want to share that with people. Because at first I need to disprove his his um, video about saying, you know, you know, if you guys haven't seen his video, definitely check it out. But I don't want him to lead people in the wrong direction as well, right? And so I'm going to I'm going to talk from actual experience, from actually just using them and using them and, and using it, and seeing the difference, and then coming up with an actual solution that will fix it permanently. So, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that video. I'm going to, when I get back out to my off-grid um, ranch house, I'll go ahead and film that video for everyone and put it out there. So, 
um, you know, if you have lithium-ion phosphate batteries, um, this is going to, and if you have multiple batteries, you know, t like a lot of them, um, then this is going to be the best way to actually charge and discharge your batteries correctly and evenly. That's the key here, evenly. Because when he did his test from this test, you know, charging and discharging from the top down, the last battery was the one that was, you know, last to charge and last to discharge. And so by cross-charging, um, you were supposed to, in his video from what he was stating, it's supposed to eliminate that. But that is untrue because I noticed the, the middle battery, because I have six batteries, the middle battery actually acts like the last battery if you wire it cross-charge as well. So there is a way to remedy this, and it's just a matter of connecting. Um, I'll, I'll go over it in the video, but definitely stay tuned because I, I think a lot of people are going to find value from that as well. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to just cool off here in the AC, guys. And then maybe tomorrow the next day, I'm going to head out there, and I'll start filming um, the installation of my mother's little off-grid solar system. Uh, well, it's not going to be little anymore. It's going to be a 48-volt system, full-on, 240-volt um, split phase, um, roughly 4,100-something watts, maybe 4,200 watts, and two 48-volt EG4 Life Power 4 batteries. Um, so that's a total of 200 amp-hours. Um, it's going to be a little over um, 10 kilowatts of energy storage um, at 48 volts. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an awesome system. Plus, we're going to be installing the electric hot water heater for her. So that's why we're upgrading all this stuff so that way she can just run a regular hot water heater and not have to worry about propane anymore. Um, so definitely stay tuned for those videos because I'm going to try my best to document as much as I can. So, um, yeah, we do have some exciting videos coming up for everyone. And, um, yeah, I just want to share my experience with everyone. You know, everyone has the right to do what they want and, you know, and their opinion. Uh, and so I'm going to put my opinion out there with my findings, with my experience of what's happening. And that way everyone else can take information from everybody's video, including mine, and make their own decision on how they want to run their batteries and hook them up. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys on the next one.